0: When you first started your business, were you strong-willed, spirited, and striving for success? But after a few years, that strive has left you feeling unsatisfied, stuck, or better yet, spiraling? We've all been there. What was once a blessing, now feels like a burden. And what you used to dream about, you wake up and dread. If this sounds like you, and you're ready to transform that passion into your purpose, take control of your life, and turn your career into a calling, This podcast is for you. Welcome to the Inspires Podcast. I'm your host, Jess M. Cutler, owner of Invents, a luxury corporate event planning and design company and Maxwell Leadership certified speaker, trainer, and coach. It took me five years to build my first business, but only five minutes for COVID to shut it down. After building the same business twice, I've learned a lot of hard lessons about success, resilience, and the pursuit of peace and purpose. This podcast is bringing you stories from myself and other inspiring entrepreneurs about the frustrations and failures, struggles and successes on the road to reinvention. So get ready to be entertained, enlightened, encouraged, and most of all, inspired. Hey friends, I'm Jess M. Cutler, and you are hanging out with me on episode 12 of the Inspires podcast. If you are binge listening to these episodes and hearing my journey for the first time, welcome. If you listen to season one as it was released at the end of 2021, welcome back. I sincerely appreciate your commitment, seeing as it is June 2023, and it's been about a year and a half since I've released that episode. <laughs> so it's been crazy. So many things have changed. The world is back to normal, if you consider our world right now normal. And Vince is back in business. We're back in full swing. I've hired back a bigger team than I've ever had, and things are truly better than they've ever been. I have had so many hard lessons learned as I've been getting back into the business. And don't worry, I intend to share many of them with you as we get back into the swing of things. But before I do that... I've had a question that's been heavy on my heart as my world has been getting back to this normal state of being and I've been swimming through the struggles <laughs> of getting back to business. And the question that I continue to ask myself, my coach, and especially God is why should I pursue a calling when I have a career? And in my case, like why should my calling be any different than than my career? And I'll remind you, you know, when I ended this podcast into season one, I left you with how to explore and experiment and find your calling. And at the time I was starting to work on building event courses and coaching and speaking and training. And I was going to do that through my Maxwell leadership certification, which I actually didn't have at the time, but I was getting, so I got it in March of 2022. Yeah. So I was going through all the training, but I actually got my certification after those podcast air. But for the first time in my life, I was actually exploring something other than event planning. And you know, I was really looking to see like what other gifts God may have given me to glorify him and to serve others. But as easily as I said I was gonna start these, you know, basically start this all back up, once Invent started back up, it became almost impossible to find time to work on any of my other endeavors. So in my conversations with God, I would try to reason with him and I would say things like, Well, why am I trying to do anything other than plan events? I clearly have a passion for it and I'm clearly gifted at it. You've certainly blessed me in many ways. So, like, really, like, why do I need more? <laughs> like, why am I trying to put more on my plate? I've got a good gig. Like, why can't I just be happy with what you've given me? You know, maybe like, is it I desire to achieve or my addiction to stress? And strive that's it's merely a distraction to keep me away from pursuing excellence in my one thing, which could just be event planning. I mean, maybe I am just meant to be a really good event planner <laughs> and The more and more busy events got, the more and more these thoughts just spiraled in my head until one day I was scrolling on Facebook, and I saw a post that I had put up during the summer of twenty twenty one right before I really even cared about finding my calling. And I'm going to put a disclaimer on this post because it was certainly not meant for children and it was certainly not meant for my mammal, who is not on Facebook, but she is on YouTube and is probably watching this right now. So I am sorry in advance. <laughs> but here's what the post said. Anyone ever had breakup sex? <sighs> yeah, me neither. But from what I've heard, it usually follows some kind of toxic relationship that maybe ended suddenly or... A relationship that just wasn't right and you both knew it had to end. Or a relationship that was good, but it wasn't great. And it was simply holding you back from being who you were meant to be. Whatever the case may be, when it comes to breakup sex, there's something that pulls you back one last time. At first, you remember the passion The good times, the love you used to have, and all the reasons why you had to come back. And then, within minutes, let's be honest, (laughs) you quickly remember why you're moving on and why the relationship is over. Well, for the last eight days, I have been having breakup sex. There, I said it. And not with my husband, but with my old boss. And who is my old boss? Oh, (laughs) that's me, Jessica Cutler. The one whose mantra was never know, just a different level of yes. The one who thought booking four groups over an eight-day period that would ultimately lead to having approximately 25 events all on top of each other in three different locations at the same time was a fabulous idea. <laughs> that boss, that lifestyle, that mentality. Eight days, 14 days straight, if you count the seven nine-hour prep days leading up to it, of remembering why this relationship is just not gonna work for me anymore. I mean, eight days like this pre-COVID would have just been another day in the life, but no more. Breakup sex is over. I am picking up my purse, calling an Uber, and I am moving on with the rest of my life. Now, don't hear me wrong. I'm not breaking up with my clients or my company, just my mentality that this type of work-life balance is okay. It's not. And apparently, I just needed a long, exhausting reminder of why I'm choosing a new direction. Can't wait to tell you all about it later. Wink, wink. (laughs) But despite the bruises, soreness, and feeling of being run over by a truck, I am so proud of surviving my first and last hell week back at Invent's. And a special thanks to my team that stepped up, Brooke for showing up two hours early on purpose, not on purpose, (laughs) and my family, that is literally the only reason I was able to get through it. I am blessed beyond words. Thank goodness for breakup sex. Sometimes it's just what you need to move on. So I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a post from July-ish of 2021. And there it was. The answer from younger me, encouraging present me that while event planning is my career and most certainly a part of my calling, I'm not there yet. Will and I got to have dinner with John Maxwell and a few members of his team back in April of this year, and someone asked this question, and I thought it was such a great question. They said, when did you know it was the right time to transition from 40 years of being a pastor to being a leadership expert in the secular world? And John, he talked about that time and what the transition felt like and how hard it was and how no one accepted it. And you know, he, he mentioned having to become comfortable telling people that he had a calling greater than their criticism, which I feel that for sure. But it was actually Mark Cole, and he's Mark Cole's kind of like his right-hand man, that followed up John's answer with a simple line that has stuck with me and continues to speak to me every time I ask myself whether or not I should just stay in my lane with event planning. See, he said, when your sense of dread is greater than your sense of hope, then you know it's time. And he followed up by saying, you know, index what is good and what is great. Realize that good things can continue, but they can also distract you from your calling. So you have to really hone in on what you are doing and delegate or get rid of the rest. That Facebook post reminded me that what I used to dream about, I was waking up every morning and dreading, which was spending my entire day as an event planner. And you know, don't get me wrong, there there are quite a few parts of the business that I still love. And I feel like my gifts are put to work for others good, like the creative side, the designs, and even some of our larger operations. But what I've realized is where I really find joy and excitement in the business is teaching, training, coaching and mentoring other aspiring event planners. Like helping them grow in their own unique ways and hopefully learn from my experience and my insight after 15 years of being in the business. I'll actually leave you with one more Facebook quote. I actually shared it a few weeks ago when I was spiraling. So if you're not following JessMCutler.inspires on Facebook and Instagram, just know, you're, you're missing out a little bit on my story here. So go follow. But I shared a quote that was by Steve Harvey that read, a career is what you're paid for. A calling is what you're made for. And, you know, I've thought about that. I've said that over and over. A career is what you're paid for. A calling is what you're made for. And here's kind of what I've come up with. You know, a career is something that you wake up and whether you want to do it or not, you have to do it out of obligation to pay the bills. You, you, you know, that's your thing. A calling is more of like an act of worship, like work as worship, that even on bad days, you wake up and you still feel so blessed because you get to do it. You know, a career is done for yourself. A calling is done out of service. So if you wake up in a career that you're staying in because of the money and the fame or the title, you know, you're you're doing that for yourself. And even if your career, let's just get this straight. Even if your career is a service-based career, which most professions are because that's kind of how business works. You provide a service and then people pay for that. So most careers are service-based, but just because your career is a service-based career, it does not mean that it's not being done for self-serving reasons. When you're living and working in your calling, even if the byproduct is money and fame and a fancy title or a brand new car, you're grateful. But also none of that matters because you're simply focused on serving others well and delivering excellence that reflects God's greatness through you in everything that you do. A calling, calling, calling is that little voice inside of you that speaks to you in your career that says, but you're missing something. And I feel like when your career becomes your calling, that little voice says, yeah, this is what it's all about. You are right where you're supposed to be. So needless to say, the little voice inside my head keeps saying, Come on, Jess, you can do this. You are on the right track. Don't give up. See, for me, in that moment, right before my, my week of breakup sex, I was so excited for money and to feel that power and to feel that purpose and that identity I had when InVITS was like humming along pre-COVID. So it was after that week. It was in that moment that I decided I had to pursue my calling above all else, above money, above success, above a career, or otherwise I'd just have to get comfortable with being miserable for the rest of my life. And I just refuse to believe that that is what God wants for me in my life is to be miserable. So (laughs) although that week and that realization was a huge step back for me, (laughs) it was a step in the right direction. It was in that moment of weakness that I really felt God's loving pull towards something greater, greater than just planning events, greater than just serving the few clients I could, you know, with the limited time I had in a day, greater than my definition of success that I defined by the bottom line. So this year has Mm, year and a half, (laughs) has certainly been a time of shaping me into who I was created to be. And I'm still, and maybe I should say I'm finally getting my other endeavors back up and running. But to do this, I've had to find the time. And to have the time to do this, God has assigned me a front row seat in his masterclass on developing boundaries in the business. So we will definitely pick it up next time to answer another question that I ask myself every single day of 2022. So tune in next time to find out what that question is. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the inspires podcast. For even more business coaching, mentorship, and training, follow along on Facebook and Instagram or visit informs.co to join the community. This is the in-crowd that everyone's invited to. Thanks for listening.